0: four three two
1: one welcome to your daily jab of truth
0: you can be middle of a hurricane. I'm going to
2: punch him out. I'm going to punch him out and I'm going to go to jail.
0: Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm.
2: The
1: MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic.
0: North is still north. People can
1: yell at you. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price.
0: North is still north. It doesn't Change fundamental things, and in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself.
1: We don't get fooled again. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth, excellence, and optimism for America. The Wendy Bell Radio Program.
2: Well, hello, America and Beyond the Fruited Plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It is very easy to be here. All are welcome. I do believe we're getting quite a bit of crossover here at the Home for Common Sense Conservatism. We're getting some Democrats out there. We're getting some liberals, some leftists. They are aggravated by what we do. They are angry by the words that I say. They are vexed beyond understanding about the information we share with you but they're listening they're hearing this and ladies and gentlemen that's half of the battle this is a triumphant day we have a packed show for you but i dare say it's not just that trip trickle drip 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 anymore this is getting out People are talking about what is going on in this country. And it's more than headlines. It's more than BS that CNN is telling you. People are understanding the nuance of the corruption and the machine of fraud and deceit and overall scumbaggery. And they are firmly and resoundingly pushing back against it. And that is glorious. And I've got something for you right after the pledge that I think is just... (laughs) It's going to delight you. So buckle up. It's going to be a wonderful show. Thank you for being a part of our app, Wendy Bell Radio Network. You can watch along in the live stream. You can join the family and chat. We have thousands of people who do it every day. Also our podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. Thank you for being a part of this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Amen. You know, liberty and justice for all is not congruent with Enrique Tario getting 22 years for his role in January 6th when he was not even in Washington, D.C. I'm just going to leave that dangling modifier out there to linger over the entirety of today's program. And I want you to remember that fact because it is the fact we cannot forget. That is what we're up against. You know, I don't normally do this. I'm not a big like Royal family watcher. I'm not really big into the monarch E <laughs> the monarchy. I'm not, uh, I watched a few seasons of the crown I find it interesting to a degree, but the drama of it all is exhausting, and I'm sure that as wonderful as Queen Elizabeth probably was, the seedy, dark nature of the very rich and famous is undoubtable. It is inseparable. For some reason, you can't be successful and powerful and and exorbitantly wealthy, it seems, without being a complete scumbag. And why do I say this to you? Why is it that, that in the UK right now, we're understanding that the files involving Prince Andrew and a decade of his business travel, during which time he made multiple visits to spend time with Jeffrey Epstein, why is it that those files detailing those trips for which the folks in England paid for with their tax money, why is it that those files are going to be kept under lock and key by the British government until 2065? Pray tell. Is it that they want Prince Andrew and anybody who's affiliated with the monarchy now to be dead before the people of England realize how disgusting even the royal family has been? Of course. Of course. And they just wave a magic wand and say, nope. You are not allowed to have that data. You do not have access to those files. We rule. You suck. Bye-bye. Well, in my world of transparency, not, not only is it deeply offensive to be accused of something if you've not done it, like the innocent love bright lights. They want open books. They want the quote-unquote transparency that our elected leaders and the rich and the powerful allege that they're about as well but we know something otherwise. Apparently there was some biographer who was writing a book and needed to go to the government and say, hey, I need some of these, you know, this is record. This is taxpayer funded trips, 2001 to 2011. Like we we want the data. Where'd the dude go? With whom did he visit? What kind of official business for the government was he on? Nope. Not going to have that till 2065 because that makes sense. The same way it made sense for the FDA to go to a federal judge and say, you know what? There's so much material with Pfizer and it's COVID vaccine. <laughs> like there's so much monumental evidence and, and all of the data and, you know, all that stuff. I mean, who wants all that stuff? It would take us at least 75 years to be able to give it to you. Why don't you give us until 2096 and we'll make sure you get it. You know when all of us are dead. How is that any different than what the British government just decided to say? How is that any different than Nancy Pelosi and the shame and the sham January six unselect committee, with its millions of pages of do- literal millions of pages of documents, which you and I subsidized, our money went to that ridiculous theatrical performance. That was not even remotely fair, not even remotely bipartisan. It was such a joke. Everybody knows it. We know evidence was withheld from from defendants who are still in jail or who paid ridiculous price for their, you know, wandering through the Capitol. Nancy Pelosi wanted 50 years. You know what? It's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of documents. We got 44,000 hours of cell phone video and other stuff like Woo, that would be so much for us. I mean, we'd really have to have a whole team of people to do that. So why don't you just, um, National Archives, why don't we just give it all to you and um, you kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark final scene when the Ark is put in a big crate and shoved off in the middle of a, you know, stuff somewhere in the back of a giant warehouse that's run and owned by the government. Why don't we do that with all of that information? You know, all the emails, the text messages, all the BS that we lied to the American people about, right? because i don't want to be here when the truth comes out and everybody realizes that we actually were the ones who did all that that we started all of that because that was the crux of this narrative we had to, we had to steal an election we had to do something so ridiculous using act blue and george soros and mark zuckerbucks and all of these other things google minimizing search results for you know candidates we disagree with We needed such an apparatus in place. And um, quite frankly, once everybody finds out, I sure as hell don't want to be here for that. (laughs) Right. Right. People who say they are transparent usually are not transparent. Joe Biden, Jen Psaki. All of these congressional committees. Sub the select committee on January 6th. All of it. Garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage. And I think we are just getting really past the tip of this iceberg. Because when we dig even deeper, we're going to see a complex network of mind-bending filth. And it's going to take a very steely resolve to manage through it. Because there is an, an awakening coming. It's happening. It's already rippled into some subsets of our culture. Certain kinds of people are now paying attention. More Democrats are awakening because when you're under author- authoritarian or dictatorial tyra- tyranny and it starts to really affect your livelihood and your ability to just tread water, it's amazing how you awaken. This is the narrative, though. We didn't do anything wrong. We're going to set all these smoke screens out. We're going to go after Rudy Giuliani. We're going to go after Donald Trump. We're going to go after these people who walked through the Capitol. We're going to put in prison for 15 months a grandmother who did absolutely nothing. We're going to throw these people away because they are political chess pieces for us so that we can continue our disgusting criminal enterprise, which I'm sorry to say, more and more I look at it involves child sex trafficking. And it is facilitated by a Biden administration open southern border. That that is the strategy. We know that human trafficking, my friends, is more of a moneymaker, more of a business as vile and repugnant as that is for me to say. It is more lucrative than the drug trade. (laughs) Think about that. That is how disgusting and despicable This journey we're going to be on will prove to be. That does not mean that we ought not take it. Tucker Carlson, and we've got the video coming up, a little teaser beezer, of this interview he has tonight at 6 p.m. on his Twitter channel, on X. And it's a guy who says he slept with Barack Obama in 1999 and watched Obama smoke crack. This is the second dude who's come forward. I mean, is anything going to surprise you anymore? Is it going to surprise you if you find out that what happened on Maui had absolutely very little to do with sparking electrical wires and had everything to do with something much more nefarious? Will that really shock you? That is the danger of where we are. We must not be numb to what is coming. And I dare say that today's show is chock full of bet you didn't know or, hey, this is something you might want to investigate yourself. Three hours of it. And we're delighted that you are here. I want to read you this before we get into the meat and potatoes of it. When I get your testimonials about products that I care about and that I that I talk about on this program, it delights me. This is one I love. This is from Brenda. And she goes, Wendy, I thought I would give you some feedback about my experience with Field of Greens, Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens. I ordered the lemon lime and the wild berry flavors, and I've used them for the past two months. I have noticed a huge difference in not only my energy, but like you have said, my nails, have never been this strong. My hair has never looked as good. I also color my hair like you. I'm chemically dependent and I'm always looking for something to protect the hair I have. I like these results so much. In fact, I subscribed for a monthly subscription to be delivered. I love the convenience of not having to remember to reorder. Plus, I just saw during the process I can pause my subscription at any time. That is a fantastic option to give customers and your promo code is saving me $18.20 a month. Thank you for all you do. This is it, okay? Field of Greens, powered with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what I drink to stay healthy. 15% off fieldofgreens.com. Promo code WENDY. Today's your day. Why not order and get that promo code discount in your cart ASAP? So we talk about this awakening. We talk about people all across America saying, saying what we've been beating our chest about for years, right? Let's wake up. You're you're not going to believe this. Well, maybe you will. Two men having a conversation about migrants getting what they in their communities are not. It's choosing winners and losers and voters see it. Democrat voters wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You can feel as though you are alone, as though you are getting information that nobody around you seems to be paying attention to. And you might be largely correct about that. But the seeping in of truth... Think about the apparatus that had to be put into place to keep people like yourselves and me and, and Brock to prevent us from communicating this openly. I mean, think about it. They... They needed a virus to get everybody home, right? They needed to shut down the places where we gather and communicate the most. Churches, bars, right? The barber shop, that's a a phenomenal place where information is shared. They needed to keep us away from one another. Then they needed the apparatus of social media and big tech censorship. You're not allowed to say that. You can't do that. Your search results will be squelched. You will not get priority when somebody searches a topic. All of these ways, right? And then just the going after your political opponents, going after Donald Trump with endless indictments, going after January 6th, folks. A thousand people have been charged in relation to January 6th. Are you out of your your mind? Yes, yes. Exactly. They are out of their minds because what they are trying to protect is the disgusting underbelly of their government operation. And it's this disgusting nexus of government officials and leaders, quote-unquote, Hollywood celebrities, entertainers, leaders in media, right? The uber-wealthy, All of this, they have to all be working in concert because they're all in on it. And when you're absolutely gobsmacked when something comes out, wait a minute, this dude had sex with Barack Obama and watched him smoke crack and his chef died just casually naked on a paddleboard. Okay. All right. It starts to do something. It seeps in. People talk about it. You can't deny it. And this is the end result, ladies and gentlemen. These two men, two black men, one dude's doing the lion's share of the voting, the other guy's just responding, nodding his head enthusiastically. As they go through in painstaking detail with dollars and figures and and all of this, what it feels like to be a resident in New York City or Chicago and to realize that your government is treating migrants better than they treat you and then ask you to pay for it. That's when they get the phone. That's when they hit record. And this is the result. Go.
0: Can my New York City Africans tell me how much is Eric Adams paying every day for 37,000 migrants to be housed in New York City hotels every night? 37,000 migrants a night, and we paying for it. $51 million in Chicago. They paying for food, clothing, shelter. They have opened up the closed schools in Chicago. All them schools in Chicago that they closed down years ago, claiming they couldn't afford to keep open, those schools in Chicago have been renovated. They have been renovated and now the migrants in Chicago are sleeping in the closed schools in the black community. How do you find money,
2: Mayor Brandon Johnson? How do you find money? How dare you shut down our schools and then make them into makeshift homes for people who don't have any skin in the game, but are gonna get all of the benefits that we don't have, that we don't get, why would that be? How is that possible? Well, just wait, ladies and gentlemen, because the stories that are going to unfold on today's program are nothing but educational, eye-opening and infuriating. And after this, we're going to come out to what I believe is the most epic media takedown you have seen yet. The Biden administration, the propagandist media saying he's treated so unfairly. He gets so much negative news, really? I'll tell you who the guy is who takes it down and where it happened. It is so delicious. And we will have it for you coming up next on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, that's how it makes you feel when you've been lied to again and again and again. And then when you start to awaken and you see the overall plan, (laughs) right? It's infuriating. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell radio program. Delighted to spend as much time with you today as you can share with us. The Media Research Center is a place that Brock and I both frequent. We enjoy very much their website. It's called newsbusters.org. And what these folks do is they're the the, the people who go in and they analyze months of mainstream media coverage of this or that. And then they crunch the numbers and they're able to tell us that Donald Trump during his presidency, 95% of the media coverage afforded him was negative. Now, he got gobs and gobs of media coverage. You can't pay. You cannot pay for the exposure that their addiction and obsession regarding Donald Trump has afforded him. However, when the lion's share of its negative, you're obviously in an uphill battle trying to say, you know what? That's not what happened. And that's exactly what Brett Bozell, he is the head, the founder, the president of the Media Research Center, had to say yesterday when he joined Fox Business Network, Stuart Varney. All right, so this is on Tuesday's Varney and Company. And the reason they're having this conversation is they're talking about the liberal media's years, years of election interference by ignoring monster stories that they just chose not to cover because they were negative, obviously, to Joe Biden and to the Democratic Party. It's not like we can even we can even have a conversation debating this. It's obvious. I mean, think about what what we've been up against. Election interference isn't just a matter of going in with a thumb drive or uploading information to, you know, a satellite and having it bounce to someplace in Germany or into the UK or wherever. And fiddling with numbers and watching them flip in real time, stealing from one candidate and giving to another. All of those things happen. But the apparatus of cheating is so much more extensive than that. And so much of it comes in that subliminal stuff that you don't know that's, that's really going on. Like if the media don't tell you something's going on, is it really going on? <laughs> of course. But they have a purpose for that. So Brent Bozell from the Media Research Center, he's going to be queued up by a clip of this guy named Frank Four. And he is a Joe Biden biographer, apparently. And he's saying that, this was over the weekend, this Biden biographer said that he agrees with some of the allegations that Joe Biden and folks on the left say that Joe Biden's media coverage has been poor, that he doesn't get the credit he deserves, that he gets negative news all the, I'm just, I wanted to choke somebody. And so... (laughs) I'm not so sure Stuart Varney maybe was prepared for the blistering response from the founder and the president of the Media Research Center. So here is Stuart Stuart Varney on his Varney and company yesterday. And the guy you're going to hear after him is going to be this Biden biographer. Right. Here you go. And, And enjoy in advance. Go.
1: Some in the media are trying to claim that the coverage of President Biden has been tougher than he deserves. Watch this again. Roll it.
0: I think that uh, Biden has, he, of course, every president who suffers an upside down approval rating is going to moan about the media. And I think that there is some truth to it. With the Biden administration, there's has been this desire on the part of the press to reassert its standards of objectivity. So I think on certain measures, he's probably right. He has
1: been covered probably tougher than he deserves. Well, look who's here now, Brent Bozell. He watches the media for a living and he joins us right now. Do you see it that way? Tougher coverage than he deserves? All right, uh, let me give you some numbers here. And, and uh, I want to stress here that nothing I'm about to say has been disputed. On May 9th, the New York Post reported that Hunter Biden had taken $20 million from the Kazakhs, the Romanians, the Ukrainians, the Russians, and the Chinese. Network news coverage, zero. On June 8th, Fox News confirmed that Biden had taken, Joe Biden had taken $5 million from Burisma. Network news coverage, zero. James Comer came out with the report saying that the Biden family had been hiding this money through a web of 20 LLCs while not showing any work performed for that $20 million. Network news coverage, zero. August 17th, the New York Post came out with a story showing that Joe Biden was using the Robert Peters alias, zero. The same day, James Comer released his report showing that Joe Biden was using numerous aliases. Network news coverage, zero the story came out that there was a voicemail from hunter to joe saying quote i think you're in the clear network news coverage zero july 27th the new york post confirmed the big guy alias confirmation that was in that laptop where joe biden was going to get 10 percent network news news coverage zero Hunter biden's business partner why would he be in the white house eric schwimmer was there in the White House, confirmed 19 times. Network news coverage, zero. And my favorite, Mark Zuckerberg comes out and publicly declares the FBI put pressure on Facebook not to cover the Hunter Biden laptop story, which censorship cost Donald Trump the election. Network news coverage, zero. Zero. Now, what was that question again about them being too tough? Yeah, okay, yeah. Point taken, Brent, point taken.
2: What? Yes, 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 and yes. Zero. Look, I... We have conversations, Brock and I, my husband and I, people who are in similar circumstances as we, who have perhaps loved ones, family members or friends, those that are still hanging on, right? Who can agree to disagree with you politically, who are completely unreachable, who are totally in the dark, have no idea what the hell is going on. That's a powerful number of Democrats. It's a powerful number of people who follow the legacy media. Powerful. And so you find yourself wondering, is it even worth it to engage in what one would hope to be respectful dialogue about the reality of this syndicate of corruption and filth And election fraud and money laundering and bribering and personal enrichment and, and all of it. Are you able to open that door to someone who is a product of the zero minutes of knowledge afforded them by the mainstream media? Is it possible to connect with somebody whose main source of information is NPR? No. Is it reasonable for you to believe that if you have a family member or a friend whose main source of information is the BBC or the New York Times or MSNBC, are you going to make that step on the bridge towards communicating with them? Is it worth it? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think we're in a position like Brent Bozell j- just boom, 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 boom. All of these things. You guys covered none of it. This is why I say some people will not be saved. It is an undeniable fact, which is very unfortunate, but real. And if we are going to live in real realville, let's spend the lion's share of our energy mobilizing, and preparing for what I dare say is the most important election of my lifetime, and one might argue of the last hundred years. If they are allowed to continue the the machinations of cheat, if big tech, if Google, and I have a blistering story about what's going on at Google and has been going on at Google. The subliminal manipulation of tens of millions of voters, specifically by what Google pushes and hides. If they are allowed to do the same thing that they've done in 2016, they tried 18, 20, and 22, I dare say that we will lose this country. It sounds bold. She sounds like she's fear-mongering. No. No, I'm telling the truth. And that is why day after day, when we find people sitting in their car, when we hear people from different backgrounds putting together music videos and songs, because that's the way they communicate what they see is going wrong in this country, and that's their only avenue by which to share it among their fans or their community, that is powerful. Absolutely powerful. A sidebar from what I believe Brent Bozell just did in dismantling any kind of allegation that Joe Biden is treated with negative news and negative coverage, they can all suck it. On the flip side of that, I want you to imagine what would have happened, how much more in the dark we would be if Fox News hadn't canceled Tucker Carlson. If Elon Musk hadn't come in and bought Twitter for more than it was probably even remotely valued at, if he hadn't done that, if Tucker wasn't fired, if other people who are truth seekers Weren't edged out of their jobs where some corporate conglomerate owned by BlackRock and Vanguard controls the stream of information. If these people hadn't deviated on their course, you would never know what's going on. And I've got to play this Tucker Carlson video for you because he's dropping tonight at 6 p.m. An epic sit down with a guy who says in 1999 he had sex with Barack Obama and watched Barack Obama smoke crack. I just gave it away. But when you hear it, holy cow, this is the teaser beezer for tonight's epic bombshell. Go.
1: You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. So. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort. And next thing I know, he's got a little pipe, and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going. And it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did- cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. You just asked the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, Is it your sense that that's who Obama is? Just transactional or that he's bisexual? Or like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time. And I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about
2: telling people the truth. <sighs> Holy cow, Brock. I mean, honest to God.
0: I mean, what do you even say? What do you... It... Yeah, head explosion.
2: that That's all I got. Because we're going to have it tomorrow after we watch it tonight. Wow. And you know what's scary? I'm not surprised. I want to tell you about the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. You will be surprised at how your body can heal. It's so wild when you think about your discs, you know, in between your vertebrae and your back. And, and when you get older, of course, they decay. They can bulge. They can deteriorate. They can do all sorts of things. And then what do you feel? Pain. And sometimes you need to have surgery, but oftentimes you don't. And you need to go to the guy who's the expert of the the therapy, not the surgery, that can help you heal. His name is Dr. Richard Rafferty. And he runs the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, yes. Can I tell you how many of his patients come in from all across America? Thousands. Because it works. 98% successful. Call 412-906-9600. Ask about intra-disc neutrosis. Read the reviews and make your appointment today. Don't live in pain. Get healed because you can. PittsburghDiscInstitute.com. All right, when we come back, this is... Something that I think we're excited about as well. This drip, drip, drip. Now a steady stream. If you follow Breitbart at all, if you ever listen to Patriot, uh, the Patriot channel on Sirius XM radio, you know the name Alex Marlowe. He's from Breitbart, editor in chief. Just came out this morning. Pretty big news of a of a new book he's dropping. It's called Breaking Biden. Oh, my. We're going to dig into what he alleges in it. As this, as the drip becomes more of a deluge. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know it's exciting because the thing that stops evil in its tracks is stronger than that darkness because it is good, it is light, it is hope, it is love, it is all of these things. And you can say, "Oh, that sounds so fairy tale." I believe that. I, I have to have faith in that because the amount of filth that we wade through every day and the information that we come across, it is spirit crushing. So when I read this this morning that Alex Marlow, the editor in chief at Breitbart, that he has been working for the last year plus On this new book, it is considered a bombshell investigative book exposing hidden forces and secret money machines behind Joe Biden. It's called Breaking Biden. I'm I'm very interested by this. Now, I would give publicity to anybody out there who's dedicated part of their life, a tireless chunk of their life to exposing the truth. We've already seen whistleblowers step forward and do it. We see everyday Americans doing it. This is the headline, a former or forthcoming book by Breitbart News Editor-in-Chief and New York Times bestselling author Alex Marlowe reveals new, breathtaking details about Biden family corruption. Marlowe also reveals the hidden agendas and dirty deals cut by Joe Biden's allies, including billionaire financiers and Administration officials, threshold editions. This is important because other authors under this label include Mark Levin Tucker, Carlson, Sean Hannity announced that they will be putting out this book, Breaking Biden, Exposing the Hidden Forces and Secret Money Machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration, October 3rd. Even people who think they know everything that there is to know about the Bidens are going to be blown away by this book. A source familiar with the material told Breitbart News. The details unearthed are astonishing from schemes to extract cash from government connected entities all over the world to devastating policy failures, to repeatedly putting family finances above the American citizens Joe Biden supposedly serves, it is all right there. The establishment media and big tech are desperate to keep these facts hidden through the 2024 election. And this is what Alex Marlowe himself says, which is exciting. For well over a year, I have been immersed in what may be the deepest research project ever conducted on Joe Biden, his family, and those who have aided and abetted his rise to power. I have gone to painstaking efforts to keep this material under wraps until this point in virtually every area of Joe Biden's life. Alex Marlowe writes, I have found more corruption, deception and personal enrichment than I had anticipated. I've been following the Bidens for 15 years before I took on this investigation. I was consistently stunned throughout the process. He teams up with Peter Schweitzer and his legendary investigative research outfit, the Government Accountability Institute, as a fellow. And Schweitzer has praised Marlowe as one of the few journalists who does the deep research to break the news. They can't hide They cannot hide. And they know this. And coming up in the next hour, and this is going to be important stuff, I scratch my head continually. (laughs) Look, our, our House Republicans, in particular, are keenly aware of these details. They know. Where is the outrage? Where is the impeachment inquiry? Where is the process to make it official? Whether or not Joe Biden is ultimately impeached, whether it goes on his, his ultimate record, which I believe it will, where is the leadership? You guys are back now from your August recess. What are you doing? This is a little bit encouraging. Because coming up next, Speaker McCarthy laying out what he is saying is a plan. These steps that the House Republicans plan to take within the next several weeks to get this process started. And then beyond that, why Jamie Comer and House Oversight have had to subpoena the Department of Homeland Security and Alejandro Mayorkas. You work for us, brother. Do not miss our number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program next.